0: The present ban covers nine Middle Eastern and North African airlines that fly direct to the United States and stops passengers from carrying on board any electrical devices bigger than a mobile phone. So laptops and iPads have to be checked into the hold. Last week, Department of Homeland Security officials visited Brussels and told European Commission officers that Homeland Security John Kelly was considering extending the ban to flights from Europe. Why us? asked the Europeans. The officials responded by saying that Europe couldn't be singled out, so if the ban was extended, it would apply to all flights to the United States. If there had been a case for singling out Europe, it would have been on the basis of arrests for terrorism in recent months, because many of those charged and convicted have been born in Europe, notably Britain and France, where many attacks have either taken place or been thwarted. But the danger is seen as coming from anywhere where Islamic State or Al-Qaeda have influence. Airline officials are aghast at the prospect of an extended ban. In the 21st century, a laptop is regarded as an essential accessory for any business person, politician, government official or academic. Tablets such as iPads, Samsung Galaxies or Kindles are now used by people of all ages on aircraft either to read their favourite newspapers or magazines or books. You can have dozens of books loaded on these devices, not to mention an extensive music collection. For Australians, making the long 13-hour-plus trip to the United States, the ban will have a much bigger impact than the 8-hour transatlantic trip from Europe to New York. The time that many allocate to preparation for a business meeting will be gone. Lawyers, accountants and many others won't be happy at the security entailed in a corporate laptop being stowed in the hold. Additional protection will have to be provided against scanning, theft or lost baggage. There's a new security issue too. Many airlines ban lithium-ion batteries from being placed in the hold of aircraft because of a fire risk. That ban will have to be lifted and a special space allocated to laptops at added costs. Respected international airlines that are already subject to the ban, like the UAE-based Emirates and Etihad, have already reported a decline in business travel. Emirates recently announced an 82% drop in annual profits, which it partly blamed on having to cut the number of direct flights from Dubai to the United States because of the ban. As you might expect, Qantas is already preparing for a possible ban, while hoping it won't happen at all. It already lends iPads on domestic trunk routes to passengers who want to use them, and it's about to follow airlines like American Airlines, British Airways, Finnair and Singapore Airlines that have installed web access on international flights available on each seat but would now have to give them tablets on US-bound flights to enable them to use them. It's been suggested that premium passengers could borrow laptops and carry their data with them on memory sticks, but the problem with that is many of the latest machines, including popular Apple laptops, no longer have a port for this purpose. Maybe Alan Joyce will consider creating Qantas Cloud, where frequent flyers could download their files while in flight, work on them throughout the journey, and then save them back to their own frequent flyer number when they reach their American destination. If it happens, it'll give the airline some innovation and competitive advantage. But Otherwise, this will be seen as a downbeat move for many Australians.